Welcome to the Slam Radio Podcast, featuring Good Morning Amigo. Good morning, amigo. Morning, sunshine. It's the second day of November, 2000, and now we're James Bondless. Who else are you going to take away from us, 2020? What else are you going to do to us, 2020? You're killing me, Smalls. Well, don't kill me, too, please. <sighs> right, let me get back to business. You're listening to Good Morning Amigo right here on Sirius XM 145 Slam Radio. Be with you till 11 o'clock in the a.m. The day before what may be the biggest election of all of our lifetimes. Yeah, buddy. That's some strange stuff right there, if you ask me. It is going to be a strange couple of days. And what I don't understand is this notion that people are ready to riot. I, I Please explain to me that that is not the case. Someone please tell me that that's not the situation. Someone tell me that that's not the case. And that we're going to watch this, we're going to understand it, we're going to consume it, and then we're going to deal with it from there. Tell me that's what we're going to do, right? Would hope, right? We can only hope. But we shall see. It's a new week, a new dawn. I'm looking forward to a new week, a new dawn. There was a lot of football going on. Yeah, buddy. Did you watch any football, Frank? I watched tons of football. You watch your Bears? I did watch my Bears, and I was disappointed at the end, but, I mean, they were in it to the end. I mean, they, they left right. in overtime. They played pretty good. Yeah. It was okay. Were that you often struggles, man. Disappointed, like, Cause that often like just, they let you down? They are, I mean, I wasn't necessarily going in with high hopes. The Saints seem like they have turned it around. They've won four straight out of nowhere. Um, so I wasn't necessarily going there with high hopes. Remember, I wasn't even going into the season with high hopes. It's supposed to be a quote-unquote rebuilding year. All of a sudden, they jumped out to a 5-1 and one start. I mean, you can only kind of hope that you kind of had a chance, but there's no you way. You guys can can't stop the run, apparently. Apparently not. Apparently not very good at that run-stopping thing. No. So that's another problem Which all on its strange, own because that's Bears supposed to be the strength of our team. defensively, right. but... Not this crew, at least not against a run. No, that's supposed to be the strength of our team, and right now it's one of the biggest weaknesses we have in Chicago. That's a shame. I got to watch some football. You know what I got to watch? What'd you get to watch? I got to watch Tua Tonga Valoa's first start. Uh, what'd you think? Oh, he came with a bunch of, of course, early on, the Aaron Donald fumble, whatever it was. Welcome to the NFL. Shout out to my boys. Eddie and Andy, both from Parks and Recs. No, not the show. For a second, I was like, whoa, look at you. One is my boy, like a brother. The other one is my old teammate on Trump Tight. Shout out to them for checking us out on live. Look, it is very funny when someone comes out. So 
You know very well that I wasn't for this start. And obviously the Dolphins didn't win yesterday because of Tua Tunga violence. Absolutely not. I'm glad you recognized that. That was not the reason. I'm glad you recognized that because there's a lot of Tua Tua things on social media and I just I'm just But I w- I ran with it just to bust my brother-in-law's chops. I'm I sure you did. I thought about him. Hell. I thought oh about Oh my him. god, did I give him all kinds of hell. Now, you know what I said, right? I go, I mean, our quarterback's better than their quarterback is our quarterback doesn't turn the ball over four times. They had a great defensive scheme for uh, for Goff. Yeah, they played well defensively. Just like Trump Tight used to play, by the way. Always got to throw in that Trump Tight reference, don't I? Yes, sir. I do it often. Yeah, buddy. Trump Tight! Yes! Yes. That's not a political talk, by the way. That was the name of our football team. Yeah, yeah clarify that because uh, that's his bad timing to bring up the name of that team. That he was going to be a president. It was a long time ago. I promise you. Long time ago. I was young. <laughs> I think I was already old by then. <laughs> so I just had a lot of fun with it because it's a lot of years of suffering for the Dolphins. And I don't know if this guy, I don't know if this guy works, right? I don't know, the, I don't know if two was the answer. Um, I don't. I don't either, but. I mean, well, that's a tough it, defense. They did line him up against a tough defense, and we knew that. So it, it's going to take him some time. Once he started picking up some rhythm, he kind of looked better. He looked very shaky in the beginning. He looked scared. Especially second snap, he gets Tentative because of his hip, snap. too, man. Like, I wouldn't have started him yet. Um, a report came out earlier in the, in the before the game started that the reason why they put him in is because they wanted to see what they had going on before um, the 2021 draft. So I guess they were kind of putting him on a on a testing basis, which, if you ask me, that's all the wrong reasons to put him in. You know, this guy here that just walked in ruined all my plans as a Dolphin fan, right? <laughs> because all he had to do was lose yesterday to the Patriots like he always does. And instead, Eric Felt's Bills capped off a pretty exciting Sunday of football, Frank. Pretty exciting Sunday of football, Frank. It was a pretty exciting Sunday of football. Give me a sec. It was an incredibly exciting weekend. And Saturday, I mean, no, of Sunday, we'll get to Saturday later, but it was an incredibly exciting Sunday in the NFL. There it is. There. My head, I didn't snap my head hard enough the first two times. That's what it was. We got games. So I'll start off with the game this guy's up here wanting to brag about. Cam Newton stinks. The one time I need you clowns to win, you lay down to the Bills. Bills come back from behind in this one. They win 24-21 over the Patriots. Bills now 6-2 atop the AFC East. Hoping that the Dolphins can threaten, but they're still a full game and a half, which is really two games because they beat the Dolphins already. So, yeah, that was important if the Patriots had won. That Patriots dropped to 2-5. and five. <laughs> I guess it was, Brady. <laughs> Well, 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 the new car shine coming off the Tennessee Titans real quick. Bengals, 31, Titans, 20. Bengals move to 2-5 and five on the season. Joe Burrow goes for 249 and two touches. Despite Derrick Henry's 112 yards on the ground, no chance. Bengals find their, find their way in the win column. In other AFC action, it's the Raiders on top of the Browns, 16-6. to six. Baker Mayfield barely showed up. Neither did the Browns. Raiders now four and three. Browns five and three on the season. 
Colts put up 41. Put up 20 in the second quarter. Put up 21 in the fourth quarter. They spanked the Lions 41-21. Stafford was fine. I don't think that was a problem. I think that defense for the Lions was a problem as they allowed too many points. Colts now 5-2. Vikings on top of the Packers 28-22. That's why that game's dastardly each and every year. Vikings now just 2-5. Packers went into the game 5-1, leave with their tail between their legs. Fantasy, fan, fantasy football's fantasy running back, Dalvin Cook, goes for 163 yards and three touchdowns. My understanding, Frank, that was good for like 40-something points or whatever. Um, wow. Aaron Rodgers, 291, three touchdowns in a losing effort. That's why you can never – those games from that division are, are dastardly. By the way, shout-out to our uh, Slam Radio daughter, Stephanie. She's joining us here on the live. You know, I always interrupt anything for our alum. Shout-out to Stephanie. I love you, Steph. Como ta, Chiefs, 35, Jets, 9. <laughs> Jets playing hard for that Trevor Lawrence sweepstakes. They're now 0-8 on the season. By the way, 53 for Delvin Cook in my league. So it wasn't 40-something. It was 53 points. 53. Chiefs are now 7-1 and one on the season. As we said earlier, Dolphins on top of the Rams, 28-17. Jared Goff tried 61 passes, completed 35 of them for 355 yards. That didn't work. That strategy didn't work. Dolphins now 4-3. and three. Rams 5-3 and three on the season. Probably on the showcase game of yesterday's activities in the NFL, 5-1 and one Ravens. Hosting the 6-0 Steelers. That game went to the last seconds, although Lamar Jackson, 208 yards in the air, two touchdowns. That's not enough. Steelers on top of the Ravens, 28-24. There's still one left. Pittsburgh Steelers! It <laughs> was a ghoulish 7-0 curveball I threw you because now they're the only ones left and I need them to lose. So my fabled 72 Dolphins continue to be fabled. Broncos over the Chargers, 31-30. Saints go to overtime. They beat the Bears, 26-23. Drew Brees even go 31 for 41 for 280. Let's be honest. Drew Brees doesn't look like Drew Brees anymore. I'm wondering if this is it for him. This is it. Anyway, Saints on top of Frank's Bears, 26-23. Nightcap, Seahawks on top of the 49ers, 37-27. Niners drop to 4-4 four four on the season. Russell Wilson throws four touchdowns. And what seems to be certainly an MVP season for him. It's at least an MVP caliber season for him. Seahawks are now 6-1. and one, And honestly, I think they're on a beeline uh, to represent the NFC in this year's Super Bowl. This year's Super Bowl, that will be at 25% capacity, by the way. They announced that a few days ago. Those are your scores in the NFL. On the other side, we will keep it continue. I'm not speaking to Eric Belt. His team needed to lose yesterday. I don't like that. Anyway, Dolphins playing good football, not great football. I still think that guy shouldn't be starting, but we'll talk a little bit of this, a little bit of that. We'll talk about Saturday's football games, which are pretty darn good as well. Better than I expected. That and so much more. It's the day before Election Day. <laughs> what a wonderful world. Hey, look what I found. A radio. Radio. This is Sirius XM 145 Slam Radio.
Still here, Chico Pitbull, Mr. 305, better said, Mr. Worldwide, putting it down right now with the legendary, the one, the only, it's official, Slam Radio. If you think it's a game, play with it. Dolly. He's out of his freaking mind. He's nuts. Crazy. And now we're back with Good Morning Amigo on Sirius XM 145 Slam Radio. Frank, I'm wondering if this has ever happened to you back here on Good Morning Amigo, Sirius XM 145. Have you ever had a scare and wake up on one day and think it's one day and it's not that day? Um, I mean, yeah, I've had some weird scares in the morning, waking up on a Saturday morning thinking it's like another day right. in the week and then like driving halfway to work. Be like, why is there no traffic? And then realizing that so I'm... you've actually gotten in the car. Like, you've gone the whole route, haven't That's very funny. No, I've, gone, I've gone the whole route. I've gone the whole route. I've even done the thing that I've woken up earlier than what I was supposed to wake up. And, like, I go and sit in the car and I go turn on the radio and be like, why is this show not on? And I'll be like, oh, my God, it's oh 2 in the gosh, morning. This, I'm this supposed to be in the car at 6. To you, what I'm about to say then. So, so. <laughs> you know what happened to me, actually, this past week? Oh, my. I, um, Addison started crying. So my wife went to go get Addison. I took it as the alarm went off. So I'm getting dressed. It's like 1.30 in the morning. And my wife comes back to the room and she's like, what are you doing? And I'm like, getting ready for work. She's like, it's 1.30 in the morning. I'm like, oh, I didn't look at the watch, the <laughs> clock, whatever it was. I hope if you look at the clock. Yeah. W- with me, there's an internal clock. I uh-huh. think I've told you this before. I'm very much an internal clock. Saturday morning, not really sure what happened, but my internal clock went off like normal. So I get up to start getting ready to go to work. <laughs> and I'm about a few minutes in and I realize, what am I doing? I don't think today's even a weekday. And I have to go, wait a minute. And I get my bearings. And I go, no, man, today's Saturday. So I go to lay back down. Frank, I can't go back to I'm awake now. Oh, like my, my clock went right. So I'm awake, you know, I, I do all the pre-morning activities. Like, I always brush my chompers first, whatever. And just, I take care of everything. I go grab my phone, right? And as I'm walking out of the bedroom to go watch some TV early in the morning, because now I'm up unnecessarily at, dear God, how early. I'm telling you, I even tried to sleep a little more. And all of a sudden, I get a text from one of our students. Are you not on Zoom yet? And I look at this and I die laughing because I said, my God, there must be something in the moon. I'm not the only one. Araya and I had a moment on Saturday. No, are you kidding <laughs> me? <laughs> I had to, I had to, into the pillow in my, on my couch, like laugh into it because I was going to wake everybody up. I was laughing so hard. <laughs> and I'm texting and Araya, I'm going to go, this, I'm sorry, I have to say this, this is hysterical. So I'm like, I'm, I'm the idiot that gets desvelado, like we say in Spanish. And I'm up, and, like, my eyes are wide open. I'm ready, like, I'm ready to do a show. And when that text comes in, like, you don't understand. It was just this natural laugh. And she's like, as soon as I went to response, she goes, you know what, never mind. I think she realized it was Saturday, and finally. And she's like, what am I doing? And, and I just, I said, don't worry, and you're not alone. I did the same thing this morning. Has any, have any of you ever, like, that has never really happened to me like i've jumped out of bed but within seconds i usually realize what's going on i got up i went to like it like it took me five minutes to figure out wait a minute what am i doing has that ever happened because frank frank you're another case altogether i that's crazy both stories are nuts have any of you ever done that by accident i actually did it when i was like really little but except it wasn't like a day so like i went home from school like really early like it was like fifth grade I was in elementary school 
And then I go to sleep. I skip dinner, dinner and everything. That's how tired I was. And then my mom wakes me up. And I'm like, wow, she made breakfast? She never makes breakfast on a school day. Like, wow, this is special. And then I get dressed and stuff. And I go out. And, and they're eating dinner. And I'm like, what are you doing? And they're like, why are you just for school? And I'm like, <laughs> no, like we're going to school, right? And they're like, no, like it's seven o'clock in the, you took in a the nap night. And it's dinner time. And it's dinner time. And I, I was like, I've had a couple of moments. I was so I, ready to go to school. But I just full out was getting ready. Like I was picking out a slam radio polo to wear. Like I was ready. And I have a routine. I started the routine and then I'm like, something was off. Something didn't feel right. And, and the funny I didn't thing is, it was realize. later than normal. Like it wasn't like the alarm woke me up. So the, I, I'm a little bewildered in the morning. Like at first, I'm just getting my bearings and whatnot. But it took me a little bit to realize, wait a minute, what am I doing? I didn't even realize it was Saturday until I went to my mom's room. It was 749. And I'm like, mom, you're going to be late to work. Because I was, I was in the waiting room for your class for about 30 minutes. And then I was like, that's weird. Nobody's answering my text, whatever. So I go. And then my mom's like, it's Sunday. Like I woke her up and everything. She was like, it's Sunday. And I checked my phone and I'm like, oh, it's Saturday. Cause you know how she is in bed, in the bed. Like she doesn't know. And I was like, since when was yesterday Friday? Like I, I was like disoriented the whole week. Like I didn't even know. It, had I turned on the TV for a second, I would have realized right away, but I, I didn't. Like it was just, my first instinct was to do what I normally do. I'm, I was wondering pretty much all morning. I said, what if I had gone a few more minutes and actually done what apparently Frank's done from time to time, which is get in the car and start driving. And only realized on the radio show he normally listens to is not on. That's, that's hysterical. Yeah, I'd be like, bro, they, they're covering for Amy Lawrence this morning? What's going on? And then all of a sudden I'm like, oh, my God, it's not even Friday. It's Saturday. All right, I'm going to go get breakfast and go back home. <laughs> my parents actually took me to the school once. Oh, so, I, you, so you've had a moment that far. It went that far. The lack yes, of traffic did. didn't give it away, did it, Mara? No, it was a teacher's planning day. That's why. It was like a Monday. And that's I a little more forgivable, though. Would yeah, you not think that's a little was. more forgivable? Like, I, that's I normally a day you would, right? Wouldn't you be on normally that day? Like, you'd be, like, ready to go? So, I don't know. Yeah, For it's, me, it's on a, a Saturday, that's just odd. Yeah, Saturday, I've never, I've gotten up for a Saturday, but then I just immediately go back to bed. And don't I've get me wrong, I'm an early riser. I'm a late sleeper, early riser. Typical military guard form. So I'm usually the first one up in the morning. So it's not like I got, I didn't, you know, once I was up, I was done. Whatever. I wish, especially with, with everything, I wish I had slept in a little more. Because God knows we had that, that extra hour felt like three days, did it not? Um, that this extra hour made the day feel like getting it was rid of daylight saving. I thought it was ending. But I needed that hour to be three hours. Why did you need that hour to be three hours? Because an extra three hours of sleep would have been phenomenal. Well, it felt, I'm telling you, it felt like three days. The the day how it was, it felt like three days. Especially since forever. now it's getting dark so early, it felt like nighttime was an eternity. You know how every like once a month, once every three weeks, I, I I've told you this that I have a day that I knock out and I sleep for multitude of hours i guess i recharge the battery that's what happens when batteries get older it takes longer to recharge um 
That was an attempt at a joke, by the way. I, I tried. I mean, I may have failed miserably, but it was worth a try. I digress. Um, and I'll usually sleep in, and, and I'll, dude, I did that this time around. And it felt like I slept forever. And I woke up again disoriented on Sunday. And when I get my bearings, and I, it's like 10 o'clock in the morning. I'm like, dude, even with the extra hour, I'm waking up. Like, it, that's my long day. Like, I, I, that would be a day that I have no problem waking up a quarter to one, the day that I recharge the battery. Even, even that one's short. So I feel good. I feel rested. I just feel like the weekend took forever. Well, it's always good when the weekend takes forever. It's bad when the week takes forever. Yeah, I guess that's good. That's true. I got to go to Wild Fork. Okay, so Wild Fork was fun. This that's week. no surprise. They know that I talk about them on the air now. Really? Yeah, I've become quite the character. I'm like, I'm kind of like Norm at the Wild Fork at Doral. Yeah, you mentioned that last week. Yeah, they, they know me. So, But the thing is, so the manager of the joint is a chef. So I'm like, all right, bro, I'm picking your brain. I buy, I go, I spent enough money here. You're going to give me some pointers. The manager like, of that Wild Fork? Goes, of, I'm going to look for you every time I see you. I'm going to give you new pointers. The manager of that Wild Fork or all the Wild so Fork? So guess what I did? I bought cheese balls, but I didn't. I'm an idiot. I didn't cook them. I forgot to make them, so I'm going to make them tonight in the oven. Um, I bought a bunch. I spent like $130 for Jeez. Them. Well, because I was depleted. I don't know if you realize. Like, so every week, the number I was spending was less and less, and I think I had already skipped a week. Like, I think I had already gone two weeks without going. So when the weekend comes in, I go to the freezer. I go, check. There's nothing really in there of consequence. Just some sirloins that I had to. So I, I, you know, I put the sirloins, to, to, and I go, I got to get more I got to get more food. So when I stocked up, I did good. So he gave me some tips, Frank. I bought myself a picanha. Be careful that I don't cook that picanha tonight. Picanha is delicious. You can't. I learned how to cook though. the picanha. I know your family likes the, the meat bro, well done. You can't overcook it, that. I'm ready. I'm so ready. Because the trick is okay. You cook it and then you slice, right? And then if it, oh, that's too. Then you put it more for those who want it well done. Those who want a medium, they get it. They want a medium. You cook it a little bit. You can't eat that well done, man. Can, my, Don't allow somebody it. Somebody in my house that destroys allow the it. faction of eating meats. Don't yes. allow it. Someone in my house that destroys it. Yes. Isn't that right, Anthony? It's not you, bro. Does she not ruin oh. the ex the escapade that is eating meat? Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. for sure, hundred percent. She wants me charring the meat. You don't. No, understand. she likes it like a legitimate rock. Like it's pops. It's when I overcook something, when I overcook something. I go, okay, this one's for Zuli. I feel like that's a Cuban woman thing, though, man. Like, every Cuban woman that I've ever met likes the their meat well exactly. done rock hard. Dude. My wife no, likes my the same thing. She likes it burnt. I, yeah, I, I think there might be some connection because my mom likes it the same way. I hope I don't get to that level because I eat steak how you're supposed to. I eat meat how you're supposed to. I hope that I don't get to the level of just charred is what they think good meat is. I disagree. My mom's a medium rare type of girl. So. so I've over the years, I've gone to different extremes. I used to like medium at one point. I really can't do medium, um, but I don't like it medium. I don't like it well. So it, it's I don't even think I could tell you it's medium well. It's somewhere closer to medium than it is to well. And it's not really medium well. So it's like a medium, medium well. I, I, I don't mind a little bit of the red and the pink can be pronounced as long as the thing's not bleeding on my plate. You know, as long as the cow's not mooing. No, you're talking more medium rare. That's the, There's no way that I can do that. I do medium to medium uh, well. Let me but be careful I what I say. I don't want PETA getting mad at me for talking about mooing cows as I eat a steak. 
No, but I'm telling you, man, that's a Cuban woman thing, bro. And I can say that because my wife is Cuban and my mom's Cuban, and they all like their stuff burnt like that. Like, I've been to dinner with my mom before, and they've brought her the steak, and she's like, no, that's I need to be cooked more. But lady, it's going to be burnt. She goes, burn it. Burn it, and then bring it back to me. That's crazy. She's there eating her steak, and I'm like, mom, like, there's no taste in it anymore. You've totally burned all the protein off that steak. She goes, it doesn't matter. It's delicious now. And oh, I taste it. It tastes like rocks. So what I've learned to do is, I think I've told you this, I, I find a way to get your topping to be giving you the aspect of well done. So mm -hmm. it's well, nice, and grilled, and it's got a, a toasty little top to it, right, where you're like, you have that taste, and then when you get into the steak, well, you've eaten my steaks. When you get into my steak, you got, it's got character. It's mm -hmm. got moist. It's got, mmm. Even my medium wells don't come out dry, but I think you ruin it when you go well. Just saying. Yeah, you can't, but you do ruin it because you you that's the wrong way to eat a steak. You burn all of the protein from the steak. The more you it's cook tough. a steak, the more protein you burn off it. It's tough. Um, the other tradition that it's funny that Araya brings up, and I had thought of one day bringing it up, but now that Araya mentioned it, I have to say, is he, she mentioned in her story about one of the times getting confused and thinking that it was breakfast, but it was dinner. So... The weekends is where you actually get the cooked breakfast, right? Yeah, same. That, 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 you know, if you're going to have waffles, you have them on the weekends. Correct. Of fried eggs with bacon, you're going to have that on the weekend. That yes. doesn't happen during the week, right? My Sunday tradition. My house, no different. Like, that's, that's the way of, the, uh, of that world. Saturday is a pastelito run. Sunday is breakfast at home. So, I guess, when you don't get it one Saturday or Sunday, does it upset you? Like... Am I the only one, first of all, that has a house like that? That the weekends we have you have breakfast cookouts? No, my house is the same exact way. Every single Sunday, we always go to IHOP. <laughs> so usually the, the order of events is, and Anthony, correct me if I'm wrong, like Saturday's breakfast, Sunday's waffles, right? Am I am I correct? That would be correct, yes, that would be correct. There were no waffles on Sunday. It's a day off for daylight savings. Chicken and waffles? So there was no wa – well, we do chicken waffles on Wednesdays. Mm. I'm not even kidding with you. For dinner? Listen, bro, the whole freaking family neighborhood comes over to have I've chicken I've eaten it for dinner. Go to, go to, That's not well, that crazy. You make it simple. You just go to Publix and buy their chicken tenders. Why am I going to – Mess, try to make something good that's already done very well by Publix, which is their chicken tenders. Tyson chicken bags, tenders. the frozen ones are good. My wife's a G at making the, the waffles, and people come and eat chicken and waffles. Boom. Dope. My house is a freaking restaurant on Wednesdays. It's incredible. So the next time I go to your house, I hope your wife makes me some chicken and waffles okay, because I Wednesday, love I chicken and waffles. I think you're going to end up getting chicken and waffles for you. I think if you find your way there on a Wednesday, you're, you're going to find your way to chicken and waffles. I'll find the way. I'm just telling you. I'm, I'm, I'm letting you know ahead of time. Wifey will be down. She loves chicken and waffles. She's the one that introduced me to it. At first, I looked at her like, ew. I think it's no overrated. Way. What? It's a little. Maybe no I haven't had the right chicken and waffles. It is overrated. No way, Jose. No, it is. And I separate it because it's kind of weird together. Right? You That's put some kinda, bacon I've learned it? to just yes. do that. And then what I might do if I'm really in a crazy mood is like cut a piece of the chicken tender and maybe dip it a little in the syrup 
But I can't have that stuff. Like, oh, no, kid. I put the chicken right in the middle, and I put oh. the syrup right on top. Let it drizzle off both sides of the waffle. And every single bite has to have syrup, I, waffle, chicken. Well, the sweet and the salt together, mixes like, together, and it's of it, but, divine. But not together, together. Today, together, together. Not together. Oh, man, I can't wait. To, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make it a point to go to your house maybe next Wednesday. Oh, you, waffles. Waffle, you eat the waffle with syrup. I'm going to teach mm. you a way a man it's eats good. chicken and waffles. You have a piece of chicken, then you... Dip it on the ancillary no. syrup. Mmm, that tastes good. No, no, no. Mix I'm gonna teach together. you. I'm gonna teach you the way a man eats chicken, chicken and waffles. So it, my breading is soggy. Oh hell no, son. Hell no, brother. No, you, man. You don't know, bro. That, that, that strategy doesn't work. Mm. You're the one that gets upset when his cereal is a little too moist. When my what's a little too when moist? your cereal. Well, yeah, that's why I put the milk in first. So no, as much crunchy stop. as possible. Although I don't eat stop. cereal with milk anymore. You do know that, right? Like, that's an old you story. Have, I have not had, had cereal with before. milk. It's got to be two years. You're odd. We've had this conversation before. That's an odd thing. You only put the milk in if you already had your first thing of, of, of cereal. That's the only time it's acceptable to have milk in first. You listen. Well, we that, have but that's what I do. I mean, what do you think I do? I eat it, empty it, and pour more milk? No, no, no. I mean, like, when I ate cereal, which was so two years ago, because I really... So two years ago. Confirm, Anthony. I don't think I've had a bowl of cereal with milk in two years. It's been a while. It's been a while. That used to be the nighttime snack I eliminated. I don't even do the PB&Js anymore, by the way. Those Yikes. are done. Those weren't working anymore. <laughs> um, yeah, man. I You pour the milk, then you put the flakes on top, and you have the most crunchy. And then there'll be some on the bottom that are soggy because they got soggy. But if you pour the flakes first, and you pour the milk on top of it, then they all get soggy. And I like crispy flakes. Who wants soggy flakes? Not me. I love soggy flakes. Those are the best ones. The ones that get moisturized and they season inside that's that milk. Disgusting. Mm, and then the milk changes into the into the flavor of the cereal. Oh, that's the best. Especially when you have a bowl of like fruity pebbles or you something. You know what's funny though? Like I have to when I go shopping, I have to do a trip down the cereal aisle. Not very often I end up buying cinnamon toast crunch for someone who lives in my home. That's the best one. And lately, there's been an affinity to, like, the tricks for some reason, right? So every so often, I, I try to avoid going to it, but, but what ends up happening is I'll go do those groceries, and then I'll walk through. And when I walk through is when I have my imaginary bowl of cereal. I've taught you this trick before, Frank. Like, that's, I told you to do this with the cookies. Yes. Like, look at the cookies. Remember when you had a good portion of those cookies once with a glass of milk, and then walk away. And I promise you, your mind at some point will realize that you actually don't need it. You realize it's been a month since I've had milk. I, but tell me that the strategy doesn't work a little bit. A little bit. I, I, I just try not to look that way. Well, there's days. I have days that are better than others. There's days I can't test my, you know. Like, look, I tested it this week and ended up buying my, Stella, my favorite Stella Doro breakfast treats, which I'm not supposed to eat because those are very fattening. Very fattening. I'm not supposed to eat them. I, it had been a while, so I bought. Amigo, two weeks ago, I passed by the cookie aisle, and the cookies talked to me. Yeah, no, they chirp at me all the time. They're like, hey, they, hey, they I walk by, hey, I'm talking. Don't pretend like I ain't talking. Yeah. You hear me? They Come on. And then I just, I, the I actually skip the way, and I turn the corner faster than well, the NFL, they get a flag. Unsportsmanlike conduct. They're terrible. It's both the cereal and the cookies. They, they chirp away at me. It's incredible. Pack of cookies trash-talking me, man. The ice cream stopped. Their whole efforts melted away, literally. You see what I did there? That was a joke. Um, yeah, they don't. That, ice cream <laughs> doesn't mess with me much anymore. They know they're not going to get anywhere with me. Dairy products, that's the thing. I don't do dairy much anymore. So. Almond milk, bro.
almond is a, a nut, so you can't make milk like if you do you milk the almond? I don't know, bro, but it's good. Uh, like like where like, like do you you Yes. Yeah, you go like this and it's healthy. Milk the almond. Ask right? your daughter. She watched an hour long video on how to make almond milk. Yeah, but you're not milking almonds. You see, for those of you who understand, whose parents were guajitos like my dad, ordenar la vaga is to milk a cow. That's the most delicious milk, but apparently it's bad for you. Because I drink whole milk. I don't drink no 2% or whatever. Well, I gonna, drink water. I'll be honest. It's The intolerance is where I can't even deal with that. But if I'm going to drink milk, right, if I'm going to do that deed, and you can erase the fact that it doesn't do well with me. Why Why the 2%? You got to go whole milk. The reason I went to 2% is I couldn't withstand it. It was too creamy for me. And I knew I was building an intolerance towards it. And I kept testing it and testing it. And now, imagine. It's done. I can't look at that stuff. I can't. I can't eat ice cream. I can't have a bowl of cereal. None of that stuff's in play with me. I couldn't imagine my, I couldn't imagine myself being lactose intolerant, bro, because, man, do I love dairy products. You know the one thing that has not yet negatively affected me much, meaning I can't go bananas having many slices of, I can still delve in the world of cheese. Swiss Monster American, but I only add it into a sandwich, and it hasn't really... I had eliminated it, and then I got risky and started incorporating it again. And it was fine. Like, if I was lactose intolerant, I couldn't indulge in a big bowl of mac and cheese. And I love mac and cheese. If you had to take mac and cheese mac from and my cheese. diet, I, love, I, I can just might as well ones. just jump off the Grand Canyon. I don't with, really the, with the crumbles. With the crumbles. With the crumbles. I love that. Man, there's a spot in New York right off of Times Square that makes the best bu uh, buffalo, I think it was buffalo chicken mac and cheese. Well, it was Amazing, amazing, I'll be, amazing. I'll keep it real. Like, if I see something like that, I'm going to order it and eat it. I've walked blocks with the mac consequences and cheese, later. Bro. It's the mac and cheese is right on the line. Like, I can escape with my, with my hide, literally, no pun intended, if I eat the mac and cheese. Anything more creamy than mac and cheese, I'm in trouble. And if it's one of the real good ones, it'll go down great, but the end result's not good. Well, I don't I'll worry about that later, man, but it's delicious. That's what I say. I yeah. worry about the consequences. But if you were lactose intolerant, then it comes with a whole lot of throwing oh, no. up I, and I don't the other way. And... But it's not good. No. No. So I avoid it. I think it's just better. Well, the milk route, you have to do the almond milk, man. You, you keep on talking. So man, you I made me bring you almond milk one day. I told you I was going to bring it. Try and you looked and you're like, I'm not going to have that. Try and I chugged it down right in front of you. Like, how can you drink that stuff? Oh, man, it's good, and it's good for you. It's like 80 calories a serving. I don't even drink coffee with milk anymore. Like that's you know how cafe con leche. We grew up in our culture with cafe con leche. I can't have cafe con leche. So how do you how do you fulfill your calcium input? I drink coffee. I don't know if coffee has calcium. How do I fulfill my calcium? Calcium. I don't know, really. I probably have to take vitamins for that. That's the best way to do it. I thought milk was the best way to have your calcium input. So I think I'm okay, considering I've never really broken a bone in my body, other than fractured fingers, mm -hmm. for putting them in harm's way all the time, pretending to be some sort of football player. I wasn't. I think most of America f weans away from milk products as they get older. Students, do you guys still like incorporate milk in your diet like nothing? Like a glass of, course, of water? Of course, every day. 
I sometimes just drink a glass of milk for no reason. I don't know what it is, but my body's like milk. And I'm like, okay. It's I only drink milk when I want to have milk and cookies or like cereal. So there, There's one time where I have to go, if the craving's strong enough, I go right to chocolate milk. And that's when I'm going to have cookies. Like if I'm going to break it and I'm going, okay, I'm going to be a bad boy and I'm going to have cookies. Then the cookies have to be with that chocolate milk. And then, I, like I said, I'll worry about it later. All right. so I've, That's usually not good. I found some things that can help you get some calcium in your body without taking or indulging in dairy products. Are you ready for this list? You can tell me if you're going to commit to one of these or to multiple of these. So I get to either commit to these or start drinking milk again. Exactly. And I, th I think that you're either going to go A, towards the almond milk, or B, just go back towards milk. So does almond milk have calcium? Yes, it? that's number two on the list. All right, so let's see what has calcium so I don't have to go back to milk. Go ahead. I'm all ears. Number one, or do you want me to start at number eight? Well, I guess number eight is... Beans. Number eight is beans. Beans? Yes. Okay, I like beans. Okay. I can't eat too many beans because of my gallbladder, but I do... Like, I have straight black beans. I won't eat the whole portion. I'll eat some of it because I like black beans the way they taste, and then red beans whenever you can find them, I have them too. But you have a gallbladder issue with that. I can't so have too a lot much of, of it, though. All right. How, 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 how are you at eating greens? Number seven is greens. Yes. So I'm getting better at it, thanks to my daughter. I can do green beans, and I can do asparagus. So, so far, we're off to a rocky start, and that's actually the more consumable objects. Well, but the greens are the ones I can do. I can do the greens. I just, eh, you know. <laughs> Number six is fortified cereals and English muffins. I can definitely do English muffins. All right, ready? This is where it starts to get a little rocky. Okay, number five. Canned pink salmon. So you know I don't eat salmon. So exactly. You went with salmon, by the way. I heard you. Yeah. The, it's the, salmon. The way people say jaguar, I'm going to say it's salmon. Sa yeah. It's salmon. But go ahead. I don't want to bother you vocabulary. So no salmon. Number four, tofu. Tofu's not happening. So I, that's out there. No. Continue. Number three. Tofu's actually pretty good. Uh, number three is fortified orange juice. So what's wrong with fortified orange juice? No, I mean, you're okay with that one. I'll drink fortified orange juice. There. So much for your opinion. There. Number two is almond milk. Or fortified soy. No or rice soy. milk. Maybe almond milk, depending on what number one is. All right, number one is canned sardines. So don't tell me you're gonna have canned sardines. Well, I've I've had that before <laughs> in my younger years. <laughs> so I know now not to ever have that again because there's no chance. <laughs> Horrible. My dad was a sardines fan. I used to shove them down my throat when I was a kid. I used to have to pretend I liked them. I didn't like them. Uh it sounds like this fortified juice thing is the way to go. I don't know about this almond milk. I'll try out. Who's tried almond milk, by the way? I have. I love it. Only sweetened, though. I don't How like have you ever had almond milk? milk? Araya says no. Nicole, no. Um, No, I've had it. I don't really like it. It's, it's just there. It's not Sabri my cup of tea, to be fair. Sabrina says no, which means she probably has whole milk, so she can spike hard on people. <laughs> Bro, if you had the vanilla flavored almond milk, you would change your mind. Don't yeah, vanilla like chocolate flavored almond, almond milk. I think they do actually. Yes, they do. They do because I've seen it. Before. I could play there. Like I might start playing there. Play with it. Why am I getting this face of anguish from Cat? Why is Cat giving me this? No, anything but that. What's so? If you want me to have almond milk, is there such thing as chocolate almond milk, guys? I've looked it up before. I believe there is. I believe there's even like a banana. Sure there I can go there because my friend has posted it before. I think I can do that. I can give that a shot. If you chocolate anything up for me, I'm good to go. 
It's good. You should try vanilla. I can it's do really the good. chocolate almond milk. You have to be able to. I, God knows I eat chocolate almonds. All right, there is a chocolate almond milk, but why don't you just go with like the old school way, like when you were a kid, and grab like one of those Hershey syrup bottles and then squeeze it in. Because that kind of defeats the purpose. What? It's the same thing. What are you talking about? Even if you get chocolate almond milk, well, it's I'm going to buy the, the chocolate almond milk first and taste it, and then I'll buy almond milk and put chocolate stuff in it. Either way, this stuff's fattening. I'm not supposed to be having any of this. You just well, have so the vanilla you know. one. 80 calories. But every once in a while, I'm allowed to indulge my palate in things that aren't necessarily good for me. I mean, it is 70 pounds. I'm entitled to. I've been a good boy for two years, two and a half years now. So the vanilla one is 80 calories a serving. The chocolate is 100 calories a serving. So you're still good. Calories. Nobody died. And you know what? 35% calcium intake. 40 calories. You know that. Listen, 30 sweetened. 35% of your daily calcium intake. What? Uh, chocolate almond milk. Yeah, so that means I have to have three glasses to have my calcium intake? If you want to look at it that way. That means I got to do 300 calories if I'm doing chocolate milk. Well, I mean, remember, you are you can indulge in other calcium and other things. Remember, go for your greens. You should be eating greens anyways because it's healthier for you, especially since you have issues and you're trying to go on a diet. So, oh, sorry, 60 calories for the vanilla one. You should go with the vanilla one. Oh, the original? And unsweetened the original is 30. One. I was going to say. It's yeah, 60 original. and 30 because I shop this stuff for the people in the house. Mm-hmm. The unsweetened is 30. Yeah, but the unsweetened tastes like bleh. Well, I think it tastes like death. I like this is because I had something that had the unsweetened in it. and I. The unsweetened will turn you off and you won't want to touch it again. It tastes like death. Because I think that's exactly what happened. It tastes like death. The vanilla one's the best. I'll tell you that I tried something that was almond milk and I didn't like it. I think it was unsweetened. I've left the entire carton of the unsweetened one there. Yes. And I haven't touched it. And it has to be the vanilla ones. I've gotten in arguments with my wife. My wife now knows which one to buy. You know, then again, the I'm the person one that, that no longer drinks milk in my home is my son. My son used to drink milk. Like, we used to buy milk because of him. Every morning, every evening, he would warm up milk and drink the milk warm. Stand up. Walk towards me. There you go. And he stopped. I don't know why he stopped. We don't really, we, the only reason we buy milk in our house is because somebody bakes stuff that's fattening for us. Your grandmother never used to tell you que la leche, toma la leche para que te ponga fuerte. Para que te ponga fuerte. No, tú no estás gordito, tú estás fuerte. Yeah, it makes you fat. There's no doubt about it. It does make you fat, but it's delicious. Frank, are you ready for the uh, for the 5th of November? Are you ready? Remember, remember the 5th of November. Hey, look what I found. A radio. Radio. This is Sirius XM 145 Slam Radio. Did you watch any football on Saturday, Frank? Um, To be honest, I watched a little bit of that Bearcats slobber knocker, and then I didn't necessarily watch anything else. I had to start getting ready for all the Halloween pre-activities. Um, I did get voting out of the way on Saturday, so that was a positive. If not, I would have gotten stuck doing that tomorrow. Clemson had a little bit of a scare. Yeah, I did see that, but then again, their boy wasn't in there. Yeah, but they had another boy who went for 342 and two touches, so I don't know about that. Plus, Boston College scored 28 points. Last time I checked, Trevor Lawrence played offense, not defense. So just, you know, just throwing it out there. Penn State now 0-2. They lost to Ohio State. 
Might as well give Ohio State the national championship, right? They come, they play two useless games, and now they're number three in the country. Are they still are they still three or are they gonna be two now? Was Alabama's 41-0 drudging of Mississippi State not enough? Notre Dame 31, Georgia Tech 13. Notre Dame still ranked fourth, right? Georgia is fifth. Had a snooze fest against Kentucky. Stetson Bennett threw two picks. Georgia won anyway, 14-3. Texas upset six-ranked Oklahoma State. There goes that. That could help the Hurricanes. Bearcats all over Memphis. Even though Memphis had beat them twice before, I guess, the last year or so. The Aggies beat Arkansas 42-31. The Gator beat Mizzou 41-17. BYU on top of Western Kentucky 41-10. The Michigan State upset Michigan, just in case anybody had any ideas of having Michigan jump Miami. You can erase those ideas from their brain, from their mind. Going, going, gone, goodbye. No chance. So I thought North Carolina was supposed to be good. Maybe their offense is supposed to be good, but their defense sucks. Virginia beats them 44-41. I love that. More disarray in the ACC. I like that. West Virginia upset 16th-ranked Kansas State 37-10. Indiana over Rutgers 37-21. Coastal Carolina 51. Georgia State nothing. SMU over Navy 51-37. Iowa State on top of Kansas, 52-22. Oklahoma big over Texas Tech, 62-28. And then 25th-ranked Boise State beats Air Force, 49-30. Wisconsin had their game canceled against Nebraska. I believe it was some COVID stuff that went down. I was just wondering next week's games. Have you thought about next week's games, Frank? Next week. You All right, I know Miami plays way, Virginia Miami on, a plays Friday on a Friday night. Friday night. I don't know if you realize. They play Friday night, yeah. They play Friday night. Uh-huh. All right. Which, which cool. is a little odd. I have to adjust the schedule uh, to just that. Just another but. Super Bowl for another team because they get to play Miami. Virginia. So it's an ACC game. I believe the game is not here. Or is it's it here? at Carter-Finley Stadium in Raleigh, North Carolina. As NC State hosts, hosts number 11. Miami. I thought it was Virginia this week. Oh, Virginia last week. Yeah, it is NC State. You're right. I looked this up. You're right, because it is at NC State. Michigan, now 23rd in the country, faces Indiana in Bloomington. USC and Arizona State kick off at 12 noon, which is weird. That means they're going to play at 9 in the morning over there? That doesn't sound right. No, that doesn't sound right. That really doesn't sound right. Florida, Georgia, what used to be labeled the largest cocktail party, remember? The world's largest cocktail party. Now they're not allowed to call it that anymore. I call it whatever I want. Number five and number eight go at it. What's funny is these teams are in the top eight. Each have a loss. Each have a loss. Those are kind of the big games next week. Hoping South Carolina can beat Texas A&M just because we root for South Oh, yeah, and then Clemson-Notre Dame, one versus four. With no Trevor Lawrence, by the way. 
So Trevor Lawrence will not play in that game. Dabo already said that he will not be in that game. So he's gonna. They're gonna oh, be so going Clemson back to that lose. five stringer. Oh, sorry, that five star third stringer. Clemson might lose or Notre Dame if they're overrated. They'll they'll blow this opportunity. Miami needs Clemson to win this game. I would think so, right? Yeah, because remember, it's no, there's no coastal uh, divisions anymore. So it's the top two teams that that uh, have the best records are the ones that advance to the yeah, championship. Notre game. Dame to lose this game. So Miami needs Notre Dame to lose this game. Like North Carolina was in their way for a while. Now North Carolina's out. They vanished. So now it's Notre Dame. They need Notre Dame to lose. So Mario has his season opener in November as they host Stanford. Seven thirty over at the Autzen Stadium. Yes, Ohio sir. State plays Rutgers next week. We know what's going to happen there. I'm trouncing. Yes, Rutgers is going to win by 30. Yeah, no, we can only hope, right? That Notre Dame game, that should be fun to watch. Clemson comes in at a seven-and-a-half point favorite in that contest. That should be a lot of fun. It sounds like a good game. So, Frank, you... Have you been following the stuff in Major League Baseball that happens after season's over? No, sir. Taking a break. What really necessarily happens? A lot of chatter of who's going to go here and who's going to go there? Yeah, well, like Stanton, he's uh, he opted into the remaining $218 million of no surprise there, the bro. seven years left on his contract. I think if he opted out, he would find quickly that he would be taking a pay cut, so he's not stupid there. Huge pay cut because he was extremely overpaid. Yeah, he, hasn't, he hasn't worked out for that amount, although he could work out on the back end. He got hot in the playoffs. He also strikes out more than any man alive. Well, all right. Best I move guess. Marlins ever done. Getting rid of him. Hindsight's twenty twenty. It was the NL MVP when they got rid of him. I don't think that was the best move they've made. Yeah, so, okay. We got we got to the same part of the playoffs that the Yankees did this year. So, in a pandemic year, Mario. In a pandemic year, we, we get to the playoffs to next year. Game. If they make it to the playoffs next year, then you can look back and, okay, that was a good trade. But in a pandemic year with more playoff spots, it's not that big of a deal that that trade made so much of a difference. I think it was more so just like farm system making a difference. I would say, listen, all bets are off on the way this works. Um. So I'll keep it real here. Like, I don't think, like, I honestly don't think for one second that things are going to get back to normal right away. Look what's going on in the NBA. They, they fear now with this start at, by Christmas that they're going to take another billion-dollar loss as a league. Remember all those high salaries they were paying these guys that just bounce the ball and shoot the ball, and I kept telling you guys they were overpaying people? What now? What now? Because the losses come from somewhere. So what now? What happens now? People stop getting the big contracts. How does this work? Does the billion come from somewhere? Lockout. The billion come from somewhere. Yeah, but then we're going to get another lockout. Well, well, it is what it is. That's why you shouldn't pay these damn players so damn much. Think about it. That's a lot of money, man. That's a lot of loot, kid. And they took a billion and a half dollar loss last year. Or this past season, and they're gonna take. They're already prognosticating a billion dollar loss for next season. It's two and a half billion dollars in a twelve month span and a fifteen month span. That's terrible. So I'm gonna ask a question. I'm gonna ask. I know you're teaching right now, Frank, 
But I'm going to ask a tough question right now. All right, go ahead. What's up? I know it's the day before, you know, election day. And I'm certainly not trying to have any conversations about that. We've had our fair share of nonsense around here. But this, this could be a touchy question. So with all these losses, hindsight's 2020. But is, is the strategy of boycotting, no matter how strong the message that needs to be sent is, does that strategy backfire when your league is taking huge losses like this? Like, do you think this added to the problem? I'm just going to be very candid. Do you think this added to the problem? Because it did put a negative light on for, for some. Like, I have friends that absolutely will not watch. They just will not watch. They won't watch. Because it's of all the incredible. social justice things that the, all the leagues kind of took amongst them to kind of promote. Is that the reason why they're not watching? I Listen, in my humble opinion, I think baseball was the sport that did the least of it. Baseball did do the least of it. I agree 100%. They did it for the first couple of days, and that's it. I have friends that won't watch baseball. Hockey as well. Hockey just kind of just piggybacked since all the other leagues were kind of taking a couple of days off to, I guess, recognize what happened. They followed suit as well. I understand, but even I questioned it then. I understand what you're trying to do. Was it the end result? I couldn't tell you. Well, hockey didn't want to be There's the no only to sport not to do it. That's the, reason, that's the reason why they stepped back and they took a couple of days off. Because everybody else took a step back. Uh, basketball the, I, basketball went on a, on a leave. Baseball went on a leave. All these leagues were... Even NASCAR kind of took a couple, uh, couple of days that they were silent. So hockey just didn't want to be that. And they're already known to be the, 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 the overall white sport, quote-unquote. So they wanted to make sure that they were amongst everybody else and, and following it and following suit. So and I don't mean anything ill by what I'm about to say, Frank, but I now have to read I don't have to read it, but I'm gonna read it. Mm -hmm. The article on ESPN about details where Barack Obama had a phone call with LeBron James and Chris Paul that supposedly this phone call helped save the NBA season. Okay. Is this something that's coming out now after Yeah. Of course. This article came out on, on Friday. Um, I don't know, man. I This is where the lines cross, and I ask why we do this. Like, I don't want the stuff bleeding into each other. I love Jorge Masvidal and all, but obviously he's very pro-Trump. He's entitled to do that. That's good. But the agnostic nature... Of not of being non-committal with that and private tickles my fancy so much more. But whatever it is, what it is, you're entitled to encourage and you're entitled to endorse whoever you want. More power to you. I'm not criticizing Jorge at all. On the contrary, because he just does it. He has the stones to do it. That's fine. Maybe I don't have the stones to do that yet. But I've always I've always pointed to the fact that I'm so all over the place that I'm not in the mood to be dealt with, dealing with the criticism, like the, the criticism I got last week, which was unfounded, unwarranted, unfair towards me, towards us. So you see, I know some of you hadn't seen it, but a couple of students, Frank, in recent days have confirmed that I took some personal jabs on this. Me, Larry. My skin's too thick. 
I don't I don't mess with that too much. Nope. Whether you're somebody that knows me or you're someone that doesn't know me. I'm not too concerned, you know. Oh, I'm not either. I laugh at the end of the day. I mock. I mock. It's different than, than laugh. I mock. That's laughing and at the same time I make fun of. I mock you. Of, uh, it's unfortunate that you have no, no code and no honor and that's how you want to do things. That's fine. Like, it doesn't affect my day. We're good. Uh, my job is to do the best I can, to do the best I can for those who come through these, through these doors. Not everybody gets the same experience from it. That's fine. We're good. 98% of them get the same experience. But you always, get, you always get out of something what you put in. And the irony of the people who criticize are people. And some of the people who criticize are people who went to school had nothing to do with Slam Radio. In fact, I don't think there was but one person, former Slam Radio, that had something to say. Um, everybody else was just former Slam students. Some students that weren't Slam students at all. And they all had something to say, and I thought it was interesting. You know, I thought it was funny. Mm-hmm. Um, but I also don't think it's symbolic of who we are. Um, you know, folks want to do what they want to do, and, and I give people all the applause in the world for having a voice. More power to you. Um, be careful when you criticize. Be really careful when you criticize, because you're subjecting yourself to your own criticisms by virtue of it. So, uh, you know, I, I think I've stated clearly for the record that it's not an indictment of who I support, what I support, and who I am. And, you know, I was doing my job. Frank was doing his job. I don't think we did anything wrong. We'd be cordial to any guest that comes through here. doesn't matter what their persuasion is or who they are or what they follow or what they support. I don't think it matters. That's not going to come into play. Um, for all you know, I was completely against her visiting. You don't know that. You have no idea. That's why you can't assume. I'm, I'm going to let it out of the bag. I was against her visiting. There. I'm going to let it out of the bag. I was against her visiting. Still not an indictment of what I think of her. I simply didn't agree with her coming to visit us. I thought the timing was bad. Uh, the timing was bad. I thought the timing was bad. That's what I thought. Didn't mind the visit. I thought the timing was bad. I never mind the visit. You know that I've been begging for high-profile people to walk through these doors, and they do. This is what we work for. Like, we work for that kind of attention. So I don't have any shame in that she came to visit and that Sarah Huckabee Sanders came to visit. That's fine. I don't have a problem with that. I have no issues with that. I have an issue if you want to be critical for no damn reason. You know, and, and at the end of the day, who cares what my politics are? I have no bearing on the fact that she came here. She came here because my boss has brought her. I mean, I'm sorry that our radio station is the showcase of this school. My apologies. And this school has a lot to showcase. My apologies that this is pretty darn cool, considering. My bad. Sorry cool. I keep the place clean. Sorry that I make it look really top-notch. I apologize for that, guys. Yeah. My bad for being a little type A when it comes to that, and you walk in and you feel like you're in somebody. Like, some people, I, I wish my home was this ample. The MPP. There are moments I want to just stay here because I get in creative mode. I can't build it. That's why we're here today. 
love this place. I have a TV. I got all the things I need. I know it's hard work building this place. People come knock down our efforts because they have a political persuasion. I'm very happy for you. I'm super proud of you. Making up lies to get your initiative out, I have to. It's typical. One of the main, listen. So here we go. I'm going to get even a little more descriptive, Frank. Hey, one of the main reasons I'm not a Democrat and, an, and I'm NPA in theory is because of that behavior. Because if I really put it on a scale, I think there may be more topics, main topics, that I would lean towards demos than I could towards repubs. Mm. There, you guys want to know? Is it important? Did it make your freaking day? Raised in a Republican house. Fascist father. Loved Hitler. What else do you guys want to know? What else, sh what else should I give you a peek behind the curtain to help you come to some preconceived conclusion about who I am? Bro. Let you come to some opinion about what the ball guy's about. Maybe I need to direct that initiative a little more. That's the, that's the closest thing I've ever said to my political opinion, what I just said now. I'd be a Democrat if you guys weren't such freaking crybabies. Bitching and moaning about everything. You guys aren't solution-based. That's the most I've ever said about one side or the other. And, and, and let me not let the Republicans off the hook too easily. You guys are some hard-headed mother bleepers. Goodness gracious. The extinction of bipartisan politics is thanks to you character clowns. Because I have blamed the spread everywhere in the disarray that is American politics. Go out and vote tomorrow and then I'm glad I don't have to talk about this nonsense anymore. It was super necessary. Wow, I can't believe. I feel like I got a load off my back by saying that, Frank. You feel better? Have you ever heard me say such a thing? Never heard. That is a pretty, that's not a clear indictment. You have left me an but absolute But I flat right out now. just said it. No, you've left me an absolute all right now. Nancy Pelosi ripping up papers behind the president after State of the Union. I'm aghast at you guys. You guys are an embarrassment. You, every time you've had an opportunity to win, you guys find a way to lose. It's difficult. Topics and theories are some stuff that makes a lot of sense that comes from the left. Learn to get along with people before you make those things happen. That's why we're so messed up because neither side can figure out what's right to do and what's wrong. Who cares there? I said, that doesn't say anything about who I am politically. Frank, do you care? I can care less. You could not care less. Yeah, I purposely said it that way. No, I don't care. I don't care. And I don't care who the who is I don't care who anybody's is purposes. Is the nope guy there? Does he care? Nobody cares. I don't think anybody cares. Does Do the nope but is the nope guy there? Does he care? No. He's not there? He's not here and he I don't think he cares. He doesn't even care enough. He usually chimes in nope. He 
He cares so little that he's not even there to say nope. Bro. Oh, he no. says bro. I thought he no. said nope. No, no. That's the no. guy. No, 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 no. I had no, to look no, for him. No, 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 no. That guy. He doesn't care. Brittany doesn't care. And, and by the way, I don't care that Barack Obama had a conversation with LeBron James and, and, and Chris Paul at midnight to save a season. I don't care. No me importa. Dude, that tells you a little bit who I am. I, I, I can't wait. I just can't wait. I can't really fathom the notion that there's going to be riots. I don't. I can't imagine that that would be the case. There can't be. It makes no sense. There shouldn't be. Except the outcome one way or another. People talking about we won't have an outcome tomorrow. Let me ask you a question. Before, how do they have outcomes? It's obviously not as technologically advanced as it is today. Almost 100 million Americans have already voted. I know, that's insane. So we should that's already kind of know who's ahead. By far the largest amount going into an election day. Are they already seeing numbers of who's ahead and they how the polls are looking? They don't start releasing that till, clo till Tuesday, polls close. Right? You can't. Because it sways votes? It could. So at what time Tuesday are we going to start hearing some numbers it's from some standard when the polls first polls close, I think at 7. So we don't get numbers until precincts close? Yeah. Okay. And then they start prognosticating. We project. Of course. That's what, that's what that's you're getting a lot fun. of now. I'm going to have a big old bowl of popcorn or gummy worms. I haven't decided which ones yet. But that's what we're getting a lot of now, a lot of mumbo-jumbo of who they think is going to win. We had a lot of mumbo-jumbo last time. <laughs> They're going to be fun. I'm treating this like a sporting event. Watching the scoreboard, commenting. I did that four years ago only to my dismay when Trump won. But that's what I always do, though. Like, it's always an event in my house. Like, I sit back and I watch and I just kind of just take everything in and just see all the BS that everybody's talking. And then you kind of see the big party at the end to see who wins. Now, with all kidding aside. I, I always put a competitive edge to this. I have to. If not, I won't be able to get through it. I was, I was in the same spot four years ago I am where I just wanted it to be done. Because if you think about it, I didn't vote for either candidate. I wrote in Marco's name to make good on my word for my friend. I didn't vote for Trump. I didn't vote for Hillary. It's funny. After the fact, I usually divulge who I voted for. That's so weird. Yeah, but you kind of had a little bit of a, with that Marco thing, right? Like, you had more invested interest in it. That was a promise I made to him 20 years before. Yeah, you I had invested kidding. interest. That's your boy. Like He felt like, like he would have preferred I'd have given that to Trump, and I told him that I wasn't going to do that. And the main reason is I didn't appreciate what Trump had said about my friend Marco Rubio. So he lost me there. He wasn't going to get my support on that. Mm. And Hillary wasn't going to get my support regardless. Mm -mm. So <clears throat> it was a decision I had made long before. And he says, you're crazy is what he told me. I said, thank you. I'm just so glad it's going to be over. Frank, did you vote already, or are you doing that tomorrow? Oh, I voted already. I woke up Saturday morning. Saturday morning, I went to go get, take my car to the dealer. I expected all this work to be done. I expected to be there all day. The people that do the diagnostics for the car aren't there during the week. So I was like, all right, so what do I do now? I'm like, I might as well go check out the polls. So I went in and out. Boom, boom. Just voted, and I walked right out. Hey, don't ever let Amanda know that I told you this, but as the Bears game was on yesterday... 
she made a comment about the Cubs. She tried to cover it up like it wasn't a mistake. Mm-hmm. But Anthony awake, knew she, she made a mistake. You, so. What, Anthony? She's awake and she can hear you. So Good. <laughs> what, she, called the, she called the Bears the Cubs? She called the Bears the Cubs. And I said, oh, you know I'm going to use this. She goes, you better not. Well, I mean, Too late, I did. To, to her defense, the Bears have been playing like Cubs. So. Yes, they have been playing like little Cubbies. That's You can give yourself a whistle for that one. That was good. I haven't been funny lately. I've been in a bad mood. I've been snarky. I have been. I've been you have been. Snarky. Well, this whole, with all these political text messages that we're receiving, and it's just nothing but political, 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 I, I think we're both being a little snarky and a little more defensive with it, especially yeah, with what, what we I dealt with said. last I week. Can't even believe we just I want to get over this already. I can't believe I just said what I said, though. Yeah, that's kind of crazy. But, I mean, I've hinted always towards that. I don't think anything I've ever said on the air goes against what I just said. If you really pay close attention, which not many people do, you'd have figured it out. But there. I am a... I would label myself a liberal conservative, which is kind of an oxymoron. No, those exist. Well, I don't think like your typical conservative, but I think the things that have the biggest value, which is foreign relations military, the stuff that makes you tough. Like, I am always, you know, right on that. To me, the economic issues of this country can be, be solved better. I don't, I don't buy the notion that there's a portion of our population that goes to bed hungry every night. I can't, with the amount of food that's thrown out, I can't fathom how we allow that to happen. No. I don't understand it. There's got to be a way to mitigate that better and or instead of throwing the food out, feeding it to people. There has to, we have to do better. We talk about ecologically so many things that have gone wrong, including the way we, we destroy our environment. Um, I played dumb for too long. I'm embarrassed I did. Have you ever heard of the company or the chain in New York called Pret-a-Manger? I'm sorry? Pret-a-Manger. Nope. Nope. All right. So it's in New York. So it's like a sandwich, fresh sandwich place in New York City. They're like on almost every corner. It's awesome. You walk in, it's all the sandwiches are already prepared. Made. I'm not understanding what you're saying. I need to see the, the, the actual logo. But Okay, that's fine. But listen, but like they have, it, you walk, you know how everything is very fast paced in New York. So all the sandwiches are there, all prepared, ready. So you guys kind of go in. They're all, they're all made daily. At the end of the day, whatever is not sold is not saved for the next day. They go ahead and they take that food and they donate it to a homeless shelter. Absolutely. So then they can go ahead and, Absolutely. and, and it's not fair. What, what's the purpose of throwing out food? The name of the what place I love is called Pret a Manger. I love about it is that their entire premise is that they prep the food. So they know what it is that's waste at the end of the day. It's very and fresh, avocado, everything is super fresh. Where it remains fresh enough, because that's a joint that probably closes at 6 o'clock in the city. No, it, it closes It closes late. about 8 o'clock, 9 o'clock. Me and my wife love going there, especially if everything is kind of too full to go, like, to sit somewhere and eat. We're like, yo, let's go to Predomanger. Let's grab a quick sandwich and keep on rolling. How'd you learn about that? They told you when you went? No, we just walked through one day and we saw and we're like, hey, let's no, try this say, place. How did you know that's what they do with their food? Oh, it says it on the inside, like one of the menus while you're waiting. It says it on one of the bios or whatever it nah, is. There's got to be more. There's got to be more restaurants that do that. We have that discussion. It's a big a discussion point when we sit down and we eat and we read them. Like, Man, this is such a good idea. There's got to be more places like this. There's got to be a better way to do it. And there's got to be, I mean, I don't want to encourage people to sit on homeless lines to get free food, but there's got to be a way. There, 
there has to be a better way than just throwing out the food we produce. The situation with cheese makes no sense to me. Like, we choose to buy cheese because <laughs> they sell it to us at Publix. Correct. They overproduce cheese. They do. So what I don't understand is why doesn't everybody just get cheese? doesn't matter if you're rich or poor. It's not a financial thing. Just give the damn stuff away. So everybody gets cheese. What? Why is that conceptually so hard to understand? Instead of selling it to me for for, for $2.69 for the 12-ounce pack, or instead of selling it to me, just give it to me. Didn't we give out cheese at one point? We used to. In the Reagan era? We used to, but you make people wait in line for that. No, 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 no. Supply the damn Where people go spend $150 to go do their groceries? Let them pick up. When you spend 50 bucks, you get you get cheese. When you spend 10 bucks, you get cheese. Like a rewards program. You get cheese. Distributed through these freaking places, you get cheese. What's so hard to understand about that? And if there's a food that's overproduced and throw out, no. When Dixie Public Sedanos, they're ready for you. Somebody that comes in to buy something, you give them this. What's so hard conceptually to understand about that? So like a supermarket doesn't have enough things to sell. They, they make it or break their margins with the amount of American cheese that they sell. Really? It's not too many Republicans, by the way, that talk that way. You see my point, guys? See my point? And if you judge the book by its cover, you would never know that I think that way. And I'm adamant about it. Not perfect, man. I'm just me. I finished Shit's Creek, by the way. I'm going to tell you that it... I have a habit of doing this hyperbolically. This has got the office beat right now. And may very well be the greatest damn series I've ever seen. It was... So the, the entire talk is how... Why did they stop when they stopped? There was, they did not have to stop. They were actually peaking. They're one of the few shows. What do we talk about what happens with shows that get stale, that they run out of ideas? Right. This baby was getting better and better and better because of the formation of the characters. I'd forgotten that Eugene Levy and Catherine O'Hara worked together on SCTV. Do you even know what SCTV is? I have no idea. I feel like talking about that on the other side because that's old school stuff. That was John Candy. That was... Uh, There's, a, there, there's so much there. All I can tell you is now this show is being labeled like a no, non-homophobia non zone. And I can tell you honestly from a place where I have to be honest with myself, right, that this is 100% true. I told you guys the other day how I've warmed up to the character that's the son in this, and he's openly gay. Hey, in the past, I've chosen to not watch stuff like that. Not because of homophobia or anything. I'm like, I've just chosen to not really... I've never quite been able to embrace a plot that included that. I've been open-minded always since I was a kid. I've told you the stories. As a kid, what I was exposed to in the 70s in my house. Never had a problem with any of it. I just would choose from selecting what I'm going to watch that, you know... On very few occasions that it was I, it's not that I was okay or not okay with it, that it just didn't really make a difference. But 
This show, that guy's probably the main character. Him and his mom. And it's just phenomenal how they developed the character, how it worked in that space. And I would recommend everybody in America watch that show. I think it should be like necessary, must be, must see TV for people. I know I've destroyed format, but these are the last days of this format anyway. <laughs> I, um, I think it's necessary. I think if you're not open-minded, you need to watch this show. It's very good what they did with that show. It's one of the best shows I've ever seen. And um, they did a behind-the-scenes that was phenomenal. Uh, you know, the last season, how they shot the last season, the last days. Frank, you're going to watch that show, man? You're still lingering on The Office, Eventually, but I do see the turnaround that The Office made. I'm now in season eight, like maybe episode four, and I do kind of see the spin that they're putting on a little bit. It's getting good again. So it's going to weird out for you for a few episodes. It's going to be like, uh, and then it'll pick up steam in the final se- The final season, it'll pick up steam, and it's a beautiful ending, but but Schitt's Creek was phenomenal. So I'll give uh, Schitt's Creek a chance. Uh, I it's, do. It's I'm do looking. Show. I am looking forward to Community after. I think I'm gonna see. You gonna watch Community before you watch Schitt's Creek? I'm getting a big, big, big nod for Community. Man, Schitt's Creek might you be the watch best Parks thing we've ever had on TV. I don't know if you know that. Like they're really talking this up as being one of the great all-time series. I'll take a look it's at it. Company. Maybe I can do two really at a time. It's. I didn't realize it. And I came away from it, and at first I was very disappointed how it ended. I was like, man, that's it? Like, that's what, that was it? There's some symbolism I didn't quite catch. And, and it was emotional. There's no doubt it was emotional. But it was, that's as good a series as I've watched. So, huh, community, huh? I'm being told, hell yes. That's the one I got to start tonight, I guess. It's no baseball. It's no hockey. It's no college hoops. Yet, what is, what's going on with college hoops? Am I the only one that's wondering? No idea. I I even contacted FIU earlier last week to see what's going on. He told me that he's going to get me a like spring Still, like, no real soon. news on that. There's nothing. There's nothing. It's just standby. 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 Like, they finally lifted the whole cruise thing going. Right? My friend's going berserk that he's going to be able to go on a cruise, but it's going to be a process before they have cruises out again. It's going to be a while, man. JetBlue's finally opening up the middle rows. Remember they had luck closed them off, mm-hmm. and apparently they're going to make them more accessible. And yet the numbers keep going up from what the news says. I don't know what to make of it anymore, my friend. I really don't. I'm going to go to break so that way I can come back and do something before these guys leave. How about that? I Sounds destroyed good. format. Destroyed. I think Kim's going to give you a word or two during the break. I murdered format. It was, it was just just a horrible teaching example for our students in the in the production room. You, you've had you've had uh, Kim in the set position for about eight and a half minutes. Yeah, I is, think she's about to just get thing. carpal tunnel on her fingers. So like, why hasn't she just like cut me off? I don't know. We're in the middle of what I'm saying. Hey, look what I found. A radio. Radio. This is Sirius XM one four five Slam Radio. Stelio Chico Pitbull, Mr. 305, but it said Mr. Worldwide, putting it down right now with the legendary, the one, the only, it's official, Slam Radio. If you think it's a game, play with it. Dolly. He's out of his freaking mind. He's nuts. Crazy. And now we're back with Good Morning Amigo on Sirius XM 145 Slam Radio. Gotta love that. The winning side play that tomorrow? I don't think so. 
It's a little too much in your face. Good morning, amigo. Back here on Sirius XM 145. 60 days, Frank. 60 days. 60 days, and we're out of this train wreck, otherwise known as 2020. It's going to be a tough year to reflect on. Very difficult year to reflect on. I think football is going to keep me alive, bro. I think it's going to be football that keeps me ticking. I think I'm going to do with football what I used to do in the 80s with football. Like every football game had this major league purpose in the day that it was played. I don't find football to be that epic anymore, Frank. You know that. I think I feel that way about all sports. Even my, my loved baseball. Its epicness loses its luster. Like the, you know, to me, the NFL in the 80s was more like NFL films than it is today. And my NFL awareness started in the 70s. If I could date myself for a minute. I'm going to dive into the league that way. That, I think that's what's the best way to do it. Like Take these games and watch them and scrutinize and even if it's two teams I don't root for, really get into the X's and O's of the game. Like when I used to love football, when I used to coach, I only coached flies. Four times I was offered that offensive line coach position. That's how good I was at this stuff. For flag football? Four times. Wow. No, I was offered at the high school level O-line coach position. Twice and you never took the it? main O-line coach and twice assistant O-line coach. And you never took a position All like that? All four times I turned it down for Braddock. Why is that, though? I didn't have time. Hmm. Plus, it wasn't enough time. I'll be very honest with you. I was intimidated to do it. That's crazy, though, but like, I wouldn't even see you as an O-line coach. I was intimidated to do it. What did you say, though? I didn't hear you. Why an O-line coach? It's weird, right? I wouldn't see you as an O-line coach. Like, No offense, but you don't necessarily have that built to be an offensive lineman. So, like, usually O-line coaches are huge the because best, they were one of the previous best offensive linemen. In the country. Well, because you did run Coach flag Miramon football, though. Oregon, but it's, he weighs 120 pounds soaking wet. But they always say that the flag football game is different than the actual traditional game. So, it doesn't necessarily always translate that way. Especially since the flag football game is more to highlight all the star players. Uh, I learned about a little about the wing tee. The wing tee is a very special offense to run where your offensive linemen have to have specific footwork to run this offense. Uh, and it's a very repetitive type of offense. Uh, for some reason, I took very quickly to what it was that footwork was. I learned it very quickly. Um, I went to Coach, uh, Coach Rojas. Paco, Coach Paco, and I said, look, Coach, I want to learn a little more about 11 on 11. Like, I want to, I was embedded in flag. I was just coming out of it. I was getting in my radio career. And he taught me so well. He says, you're going to start through the O-line. That's all, you know, everybody learns the game at the trenches. I'm going to teach you the O-line first. I'm going to teach you the D-line. We never got to D-line. Like, we got to O-line, and all of a sudden, I picked up on that stuff so quickly. They were going to send me to, a, like, a, an entire week in Pennsylvania, which is like a, a consortium for this offense. They have like this, 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 I swear to you, I can't even make this up. They have like this little, what do they call those things? Like the convention for this style of offense. It's a very unique offense. 
the wing tee. Read up, read up on it. Convention on an off. Uh, it was crazy. a convention. I think this convention had a couple of different factors, but I, I would listen. I was going to spend four days in Pennsylvania for this thing to learn an offense. Four days. That's insane. Yeah, it's a very intricate offense. Wow. So the goal was that was if I learned the offensive line that quickly, that I'd probably learn the offense. And since my thing was, I always said I was good at calling offense. I'm very good. Like we kid around Anthony and I all the time. The reason I don't play him a much of Matt anymore is I don't have the hand-eye dexterity. But I coach his pants off every time, and he knows it. But wouldn't that make you a better offensive coordinator than a better offensive would, line coach? But you've got to learn. Remember, I didn't know the game. I was a fly guy, and I, I was no better than than, than Rob Mendez. Uh, what, playing Madden? Like, that's my experience of X's and O's and 11 on 11. Hey, man, video games but these that's days. That's not really realistic, though. That's what I'm saying. Video games these days are extremely realistic, Obviously, and they're doing more Rob. than what you just think. Video games, video games back in the day, day, like our parents, remember, your parents used to laugh at us all the time. You're not going to do nothing, play video games. You're just melting your brain. When your Mario was going left to right on the screen, yes, I do agree. You were just melting your brain. Then again, you were working out on hand eye coordination. I always thought that that was the best. But video games now, video games now prepare you for life. Like, that's the way video games are nowadays. Well, I'm pretty good at calling an offense. I think Anthony can attest to that. Like, I'm very sneaky. I, I have all the makings of an offensive coordinator, of a football coach that, like, I'm about the trick play when you don't expect it. Um, I'm really good at that stuff. But, uh, but fo flag football has a lot of, you have to have that trick play or various <laughs> trick plays in your repertoire because before you Plays know it. Plays that work. Plays that work more than trick plays. Right. Like, look, like the, the Rams kind of ran a sort of flag football trick play yesterday when it was that in around to, to Robert Woods that he ran it to, for the first touchdown of the game. Like, that fl had flag written all over it. The one that if you ever see in the NFL and they do it from time to time, the Patriots have done it, is where the quarterback takes a snap and he laterals it to a receiver and then that receiver throws the ball. Bet your bottom dollar that goes right up our alley. That was a Jarvis Landry play a couple weeks yes, ago. That we, we would do stuff like that. The other thing is that little pitch, the Mahomes pitch that he likes to the do. The shuffle pass or whatever it's called. shuffle pass, that's a big thing in flag because you can catch people sleeping. They think you're going to drop back to pass. You, you're a quarterback. You take a snap. You start looking like you're going to drop back to pass, and then you just shovel it underneath to some guy that's going underneath, and that's as effective as anything else. But I'm, I'm adept at calling plays. I'm adept at, you know, making things happen with offense, moving the chains. I've always been very good at that. But, you know, you have to learn the game first. So I, I was taught the game through the offensive line, and it went very well very early, and he kept calling me back. So the first two years I was offered assistant. Then the third year he says, look, I'll make you the O-line coach, but you got to commit, and I couldn't commit. Then the fourth year I went and I approached him. And I said, listen, I'm, I can't believe I've turned you down three times. He goes, well, you need to make sure you're clear before I offer you this. And I said, all right, so what we're going to do is we're going to figure out if I'm clear. And if I'm clear, in, and that's when I was started to do um, Armando and the Amigo. Got you. Didn't work. And I had to buy, I couldn't. In the beginning of that venture, I was working long hours. And so it never materialized. So you'll always say that I'm the best football coach that ever was. That never was. That never that was. That ever was. That never was. But, yeah, I learned that pretty quick. I love that, that part of the game. So I think if I try to dive into that part of the game, which sucks is I've taken a love to basketball, as you know, really, for that. But if I take a love to the, to the game of football, then maybe I can fill that void that's going to be NBA because I'm not, Frank. 
I don't think it makes me short-sighted. I'm not really consuming that sport. I will keep up with it because we have to. We talk about it. I am not. They're not getting my ratings. I'm not watching it. Um, I think the heat will be the anomaly there for me. I think, you know, I'll, I'll keep my eye on the heat and probably watch heat broadcast a little more. But it won't be about watching an NBA game. You know how there's NBA game? I won't be watching those anymore. I'll follow the scoreboard. I'll watch my heat. And I already told you that my approach for this was going to be a very myopic fan approach. It's going to be all about the Miami Heat. The other teams, I'm not really so sure I care about anymore. Does that make me... Am I wrong for doing that? No, I don't think you're wrong for doing that. Well, because I always wonder, these people that just stopped watching sports because they were mad socially for social reasons. Like, is it coming off that way? I mean, I have other reasons. I think there's a bunch of crybabies in that league. Um, Part of it is what... Yes. Part of it is their their social protest. I just think you as a sports fan, like, you have to be... I guess you have to... (laughs) I guess you're going to have to really be strong about it because me as a sports fan, as upset as I am, how much of them being babies and stuff like that, I'm going to watch. As much as I say, I'm not going to watch this anymore. I'm still going to watch. I'm going to find myself well, in December, January. Year, and be, I'm going to watch. That's but why I, I find it hard to believe when Tuna came up to me and they're like, yo, I haven't watched the game. Or even your, your friend Fado the other day is like, I haven't watched the game. I like, I'm blown away that a, you guys really haven't Sunday watched junkie, the game. man. I couldn't believe it. He was a Sunday junkie, kid. When I'm telling you, a Sunday junkie, and that was the guy that stayed up late to watch the West Coast basketball game, all the time. He generally fall asleep snoring by halftime, but whatever. It's nuts. It is nuts, and I, I, and then you see the numbers that are going around. So yeah, so the numbers that are being reported are the numbers that are being reported. But then when you finally meet somebody close to you or and within a circle that you associate yourself with, that, that they're not watching it and they're giving you the same oh, reasons that are kind of being reported, so, that's when it becomes more alarming. I know far many more people that have boycotted basketball and or sports than I do have caught COVID. Yes, that's a good, that's a good, that's a good stat because, yes, agreed. Me too. Think about that. Yeah. Far many more. It's not even close. So many people that I know that I don't watch that stuff no more. Baseball helped themselves with the numbers this year because of the way that they they expanded the playoffs. So they helped themselves with the numbers because they had a lot more markets that were invested in these games. But if baseball wouldn't have done that, their numbers would have been sacrificed too because it would have been the well, same market. Numbers were down, but it. they weren't as affected as the other sports. Well, it's because they added so many other markets watching their teams. Can we quickly get Lucas to look up what the NFL numbers are right now? Um, rating wise, right? Huh. Uh, NFL ratings? Yeah, yeah. Are we down from last year? Like, what? what's the deal with this year's numbers? That's the one sport we haven't really looked at. We've talked so much about the NBA, and we know that baseball's been down somewhat, but not significantly. Baseball's a TV sport. And baseball's... You're a baseball fan. You don't think so? I'd rather watch baseball on TV. I'd rather watch baseball at the ballpark. And it's because yeah, you, you kind of yeah. sit back, you have your conversation. So for, in baseball with TV, there's too many distractions. Before you know it, you start looking at the phone, you start talking, and you miss a few innings. It's so not the same. For the sake of getting away for a while, yes, going to the ball game is the best. But for the sake of watching a game to follow a team or to watch a game to watch a game, like I would rather just be at home. There's less hassle. I can get up and go to the fridge and get something. I might have missed it at bat. I can rewind it, whatever. Like On a normal day-to-day basis... I think I'd prefer, you know, to to 
I'd prefer it that way. But going to a ball game is the best experience, in my opinion. Like, you, there's nothing better than that. But going to a ball game, like, it's your whole day. Like, it's two o'clock, you're thinking about you're going to a ball game. Like, it's an entire day's worth of thinking and mindset and planning. And you don't just pick up and say, I'm going to the ball game from one second to the next. It doesn't work that way. Like, you look, you look intrigued. You're all right there, Frank? Yeah, we're researching because this wasn't necessarily an easy number because you're giving us too many different aspects of it. Got you. You know, the other one that's not easily accessible is college football. There's no reason there for that one to be down. There's absolutely no reason for that one to be down. I wonder if, if that's the case. Interesting, interesting dynamic indeed. Overall, it looks like it's down about 19% from last year. Football. Yes, football. That's crazy. That's not 50% like the finals were in the NBA. No, but the then NBA again, but, started football, down 20%. but football's, football's always been that sport that no matter what, you're going to get. Remember, look, football is based around an entire day. People base their Sundays, their Saturdays around football. So it's going to be very difficult for somebody all of a sudden to take a stance and say, I'm not going to watch football. 20% though, Frank. I, I'm alarmed that it's that much. That's a lot. That's a big number. Because you're still going to have, you're still going to have, remember, we're also in a, we're also dealing with a different situation this year that life's not the same as it always is through the whole pandemic thing. So you don't know what that 20% has been affected in, in one way or another. I guess you're right. I mean, bro, that's great. I did not imagine it was that big a number. Opening, the opening game was down 13%. So that number's climbing, so mm -hmm. less people are watching. Well, remember, it's climbing also because it's opening day, so a lot more people are more intrigued. They watch that first game, and once that game's over, you have a, um, some of the population that just may go away from it. Are we giving too much credit to the protest side of this and that maybe people are disengaged? Hear me out. You're going to think I'm nuts. But is it possible that people are disengaged because of the notion of an empty stadium or a partially filled stadium? I know for a fact that it's been almost unanimous. Everybody I've spoken to that's gone to these stadiums to see a game with 11,000 people say it sucks and not worth it. Stay home and watch it is what I keep hearing. Is it possible that we're watching an experience that's normally screaming fans that even if you watch on TV, you put the volume, you hear them going bananas. That doesn't exist. But you, don't, you can't tell in football the way you can tell in basketball. Basketball is very evident that there was no fans in the games. In football, the way that the cameras are and the way that the stands are already set up because there's already a wall that's high enough that you can't necessarily see the fans on a play-to-play on a -play basis, you don't notice that there's no fans until there's a touchdown or until there's a, a wide-angle shot of some sort. But it, does, it hasn't bothered the game for me. Basketball was that one game that I was watching. I'm like, yo, I kind of need fans in there to be kind of intrigued in the game. Other than if it wasn't my team playing. All the other games, I'm like, I need the fans. The Heat, I wasn't as worried about it. But in football, you don't notice. Like, you don't notice it at all. If, you if you're a fan of the game, you're going to watch football. Yeah, the same. I did not notice that there were no fans. Okay. Uh, I'll, take it. I'll take your explanation there because I can't help but feel as if some people are turned off that it looks different. And that it's ha that's why it's happening across the board in all sports. I'm, I'm going to tell you what. If college football is down, viewership, then, this, then I think I'm more right than you are. Because if there's one sport that you can't attribute any of that stuff to, it's college sports. They don't really. They, they, they haven't done any of that. No, and I have to look up the college numbers because I think college has suffered more than the NFL has. I'm 
telling you. Because the, because the whole atmosphere of the game changed. Like, you have the bands and stuff like that with college. You have traditions. You have the student section. Like, even the student section's not there to watch the game. The student section's there to be to cause a ruckus, to make more noise than anybody else, smoke. to have the traditions, okay. to have the smokes, to have the start of all the chants. And you're not getting that on the college games. So me watching at home the college game, haven't watched the same. And that on top of it, all the all the all the formats of all the conferences and stuff like that is all out of whack. You have no more coastal division or central division, whatever it is in the ACC. It's just everybody all out. Uh, the, the Big Ten just started three weeks ago. I can't take them seriously in the number three ranked Ohio State team. So the college game has been affected by the pandemic for me. I'm not paying as much attention to it. When the Canes are playing, it's a different freaking story. But other than that, I'm not basing my Saturday around college football the way I was last year. I think it's because the places are emptier. I'm telling you, I think that... For college football, yes. But I think then it bleeds into the other sports. I'm convinced. I'm convinced because one thing is now, the ones that are suffering heavier losses like basketball, is it because of the social thing? Maybe. Because basketball really getting plummeted. I, but I, basketball, basketball poured on the whole yeah. social justice thing. Basketball is really getting pummeled. I mean, they were going to cancel the entire season because certain players didn't want to play anymore because of how it was being handled in the NBA. Like I said earlier, we got to hear about how Obama made a late night call to save the season. I'm like, I'm, I am not going to lie to you. That pisses me off beyond anything. It really upsets me that it got to that. That's brutal. <sighs> if nothing else, Frank, remember, remember the 5th of November. Hey, look what I found. A radio. Radio. This is Sirius XM 145 Slam Radio. The views and opinions expressed on Good Morning Amigo are entirely those of the host, guests, and callers and do not necessarily reflect the opinions of Slam Radio.